Sometimes my brain isn't working as fast as it needs to at 6 a.m. Yeah. So when you hear the, are you ready? In my mind, I'm like, ah, I'm not ready. Because I'm like, where's my stuff? No. Are just, you ready? No. I don't think you guys hope you don't think we sit in here and like are just yucking it up. You know, it's not like we just turn the mics on. And we're having the same conversation. We're sitting here prepping the show. Tired as hell. Just like you have a sense of, are you ready? Like, no, we're not. Right. No, wasn't, but here we are. It's okay. It's all right. It's go time, baby. We got one more sleep, y'all. It's literally Thursday. That should feel good. It's been a weird week, too, with all the Raven stuff. So let's just celebrate the fact that this actually Stone. Hey, Stone. Come here. I want Stone to get in on this. Um, we have a We have a tradition on Thursday. <laughs> I don't think most people just yell at the studios for their producers, but uh, we have a tradition on Thursday because we consider this to be the real hump day, right? So if you can, like get through today then like it's Friday tomorrow Friday's typically pretty easy for most people so it's really just one more sleep until Friday so we just chant those words one more sleep three times on Thursday morning so for your very first time we'd love to welcome you to our one more sleep chant it goes like this one more sleep 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 and then we're like, okay, anyways. <laughs> Synchronize that a little bit better, but okay, you know. There you go. Get out there. I still haven't gotten an email, people. Apparently nobody cares. We'll get Stone on that. That'll be his new job for the week. Okay. Is to get that done for us. I want us to have like I want it to sound like a like a stadium chanting one more sleep. Because I feel like okay. that would be more motivating. And I sent an email about like 137 <laughs> days ago about it. And uh, I still haven't, I've been left on red, basically. Right. Just on a list of priorities. Well, it's, effort it. It's been a little, yeah, just if you just bump it up to the top again, yes. you can, we can get that done. If, yeah, if anyone can push it through, it's it's done. Let's shout you out. Thank you for being here. Six o'clock club, 410-583-1065. Who is here this morning? Uh-oh. You guys. Nobody's here or no, it's not working? No, people are here. My computer just like, for some reason, decided to like shut off. Hang of course on. it did. Hang on, everybody. Because it's Thursday. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Everything is under control. Do you want me to try? Rachel and Glenn Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Denise is here. There we go. Veronica. Oh, do you see him, Stone? Are you keep, just are, are you just off the dome? Keep going. I see him here. Yeah. yeah go ahead, buddy. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, if you... No, uh, please. It's all Jim. Young Blood and Phoenix is here at uh, 6 a.m. Just off for Westminster is checking in. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Clever Kevin is checking in. Terry, one in a million. Hilda in Greenbelt. Good morning, Mr. W from Meisterstown. Joe from PA. Terrence, Christina and Antonio. Tabitha from Tawny Town. Badass Barbie in Baltimore. And Randy from Arbutus and Shay J. Happy Thursday. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three with Jess. Number three. The Justin Tucker pregame saga continues. And now Travis Kelsey has entered the chat. So over the last couple of days, everyone has been talking about the interaction between Ravens kicker Justin Tucker and Kansas City's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes during warm-up before Sunday's game. 
Tucker has expressed that he has been doing the exact same thing for the last 12 years, never had a problem with anybody, but he thought them throwing his stuff while warming up was all in good fun. Patrick Mahomes responded, claiming that he's only had three bad interactions with a time while warming up before a game, and all three times took place here in Baltimore. And now Travis Kelsey shared his side of the story on his podcast with his brother, Jason Kelsey. If you're trying to go onto the other team's designated area, you kind of stay out of their way. You don't interfere with what they have going on. That's the unwritten rule. If you want to be a about it, you keep your helmet and your football and your <laughs> kicking tee right where the quarterbacks are warming up and they're yeah. dropping. Eyes are looking left and they got a, a helmet down by their feet. Like if you're not going to pick that up, I'll happily move that for you. So I think a lot of uh, comments I've seen online, and we posted that video. So if you haven't seen that, you can look on our Facebook and Instagram at Kramer and Jess. You can see the entire thing. But a lot of people are like, why is Justin Tucker on the side that Kansas City is practicing on? So if you don't know, kickers and also punters are allowed to practice on both ends of the field so they can feel the wind on both sides. So it wasn't a matter of him not being allowed to be on that side. So this whole story, obviously... I mean, we, it, there's so many different angles here, right? Because I think it depends on – we have a, a bias because we're in Baltimore and we obviously love Justin more than anybody. So, like, okay, there's that. But honestly, I think Travis Kelsey is coming off like such a D-bag with this whole situation. I just think he – like, both of them – like, Justin Tucker took the mic. He was very nice about it. Like, hey, listen, we can drop it. We can move on. No big deal. Totally. And – the old the old knuckleheads over here in Kansas City are like, yeah, he should, man. yeah. They go on the Pat McPhee podcast and or yeah. McAfee podcast and are still talking trash and everything like that. I I don't think it's doing them any good. Number two, tomorrow is Groundhog Day and all eyes are going to be on Puxatawney Phil and PA to find out if he sees his shadow and if we'll have six more weeks of winter or if spring will come early. And while Phil gets all the attention, I don't know if you know, but he is not the only animal making weather predictions. <laughs> Fufu the Hedgehog at the Oregon Zoo has also been making weather predictions for a few years with a 53% accuracy rate. All right. Florida's burrowing owl, Pigsaw Penny, the squirrel in North Carolina, and Connecticut's Scramble the Duck are some other famous animal forecasters hard at work on Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, so definitely keep a lookout. What is Phil's accuracy? I think, actually, I'm looking it up. 40%. Phil's accurate about 40% of the time. Uh-oh, Foo-Foo. Foo-Foo's giving him a run for his money. Stepping in there. You know what I always think about with things like this when we hear things like Puxy Tiny Phil, which obviously, with us, is just so normal. What are civilizations thousands of years from now going to think when they they come back and find the scroll that we used to have a... a (laughs) No, not a scroll. When they see the YouTube footage of the event when Puxatawney Phil, when when he comes out in PA and everyone is erupting like it's a Beyonce concert, it's wild. Number one. Demi Moore gave fans an update on the health of retired movie star Bruce Willis, who's also her ex-husband and who she shares three children with. Willis was diagnosed with dementia last year. Moore helps care for him along with his current wife, Emma Hemming. And the 61-year-old actress revealed on Good Morning America that given the givens, he is doing very well. But she also shared advice for families of dementia patients. I think the most important thing I could share is just to meet them where they're at. And when you let go of who they've been or who you think they are, who even you would like them to be, you can then really stay in the present and take in the joy and the love that is present and there for all that they are, not all that they're not. 
so beautiful. I think it's such a beautiful thing with Demi Moore and also his daughter, what they've been doing um, and how they've been utilizing their platforms to help other people who are going through this in their family. We got to be honest, though, man, like that's a struggle. If you've ever dealt with someone with dementia, my ex-wife's grandmother and grandfather both had dementia. And oh, wow, it was a real struggle. Mm-hmm. If you're going through that with somebody, man, it's it's a real struggle because it's like you don't even recognize the person. It's almost like the person doesn't recognize you. Mm-hmm. And to you, it's it looks like the same person you've known for such a long time, but it's just not the same. So like a lot of empathy for y'all that are, you know, fighting that fight right now with somebody that's going through that. It just brought me back to those moments of walking in the house and her, uh, her grandma thinking that I was her ex-boyfriend from like high school, mm-hmm. you know, it had been mm-hmm. years and years and years. So I just, that interview Demi had a lot of like very helpful things to share. So yeah. if you're struggling, you can find that on good morning America. This is Jess. And that's your top three on mix. One Oh six, five, the woman that tried to pee, and the airplane aisle finally got in trouble yesterday. Oh. And I want to see if you can guess how much trouble she actually got in for this. It's going to be a PA so cray cray follow up story today. All right. In case I you never. This. Remember this story? This is big. A couple of, it's back in November. This is a big story. And of course, it came out of the second weirdest state in the whole country. We're talking about Pennsylvania. We. We have no beef with Pennsylvania. I mean, why do y'all listen in Pennsylvania? Our station reaches up into Pennsylvania. Yeah. But we've just noticed that things just get progressively weirder, right? Yeah, we love PA. We have a lot of listeners in PA. Our producer is from PA. Hello. Uh, but we always we always tend to find some of just the random things that take place out of there. So all this is is just a bunch of neighbors gathering around talking about the neighbor down the street. We're just concerned. We're just concerned and, and a little confused about what happens when you literally drive an hour north of Baltimore. Like, why does it get so much weirder up there? Do you remember this story of this woman that literally pulled her pants down in the yeah, middle she of the aisle? Peed, yeah. Literally was threatening to urinate in the plane. This happened back in November. This woman's name is uh, Dulce. She's 60 years old, and she was literally trying to get up, pushing past people to try to get to the front. And when she got about halfway up the plane, they wouldn't let her use the bathroom. She literally pulled her pants down and her underwear down and, and tried to urinate in the middle of the plane. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? It's the reaction for me. Yeah, because they <laughs> wouldn't you, let her through. Can you imagine just trying to get to your flight? Just trying to get wherever you're trying to go. They were going from Philly to Orlando. Can you imagine? You're trying to go to Disney. All of a sudden, this woman's like, I got to pee. Kids are in Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah, that's bad. So yesterday, they finally went to court, and she was charged with things. I'll tell you everything that she was charged with for this, okay? Number one, interfering with a flight crew. Okay. okay? Simple assault and indecent uh, indecent exposure. Simple assault? Yeah, because she was like knocking people around and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What do you think that got her? For this woman, and you haven't seen this video. I don't think it's on our Instagram, but you can easily do it, put a Google search on. Wait, you mean like this woman is going to jail? She's going to prison. So that's, that should be your first She's hint. going to prison? She's going to go to prison. Or she's, uh, she could possibly go to prison with how many no charges have been brought against way. her. Yeah. How long do you think that she's going to be put away for? For trying to pee on the Frontier flight from Philly to Orlando? Two years. <laughs> Three? No. Oh. No way. No. Keep going. Double digits? Yeah. You're lying. No. 10? No. 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 They want to put her in there for 21 years. Are you kidding me? Do you think it's fair? No. Why? Because I think that, I think she needs to do some sort of counseling. 
I think like for you to be willing to drop your pants down on an airplane Hello. in front of everybody and like children involved, I feel like there needs to be some sort of like counseling there for sure. And Jess is obviously a little more empathetic because she's exactly. a, I have this to is, go pee. This is coming from yeah. someone that has almost peed themselves, right? Yeah. And like I, and it, what sucks is like, what if I pee myself and I, I'm never going to pull my pants down, but like, what if I literally pee myself <laughs> and Jess's I can't, biggest fear. and I can't help it. So, I mean, okay, like, send her to the doctor. But let's you know put what it I this mean? way. If but I, if she was pushing people around and getting rowdy and stuff, but I don't think it should be 20 years. On a flight. Now, if I came in here and I said, hey, listen, there was somebody uh, leaving BWI yesterday that was interfering with a flight crew, had a simple assault and indecent exposure on a plane. Does that sound fair to everybody else? Do you think she should be there for 20 years? With especially interfering with a flight crew, that could have gotten really bad. Like, imagine if she started swinging. Like, I mean, things have gotten... Re- I, do I think she deserves 20... I don't think she'll get 21 years. I don't think she'll serve 21 years. That's... Oh, okay. Do I okay. think she probably, probably trying, needs... They're trying to make, make an example out of her right now. Probably five. I think five's fair. For, for interfering with a flight crew alone, I think you should probably be... What? Put away for a minute. I do, yeah. Listen, you can be the judge. What do you think? You want to text us your opinion? Is it worth 21 years in prison because you... This is ridiculous. ...peed in the middle of a... You know, an airplane. <laughs> I've seen crazier people drunk off buzz balls on Frontier. And you know what I'm saying? This is nuts. Text us 410-583-1065. That is PA So Cray Cray for today. Happy Thursday. I'm going to play something in just a couple of seconds, and I'm not sure if it's going to make Ravens fans feel happier or sadder after Sunday's game. I've really been sitting here emotionally <laughs> playing with this for a couple minutes. I'm like, I think this is the right thing to do, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, let's get into Throwback Thursday. Welcome to this little nostalgic bit that we do on Thursday mornings where we go back and look at number one songs from previous years from the state of Maryland. Like, for example, uh, let's go back to uh, 2017. The number one song today, February the 1st, was Ed Sheeran and Shape of You. Now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody Here's like me. When this song first came out, I was like, oh, what is this? Who is this boy? That's like, this obviously wasn't his first song, because no. the first one was probably Thinking Out Loud, right? But the first time, it, we were all like vibing. Yeah, we're like, okay. Like, okay, Ed. Got a little soul. Pop I like off. it. I like it. Yeah. Go back to 2006 today, February 1st. The number one song in Maryland was Nelly. And grills. Heartland. When I say heart, when I say heartland. A ride for my guy, man. Shout out to Nelly for coming to the fair and just crushed. He was so fun to see. Am I wrong in saying that Nelly's coming with Janet? It's, he is. It's, it's he is. Janet Nelly. He will be, he in will be special guest with Janet when she's here this July. So, Nelly by itself would be a good show. But it, coincid- it was a good show, I'll tell you that. Coincidentally, today back in 1998, Janet Jackson had the number one song in Maryland. Oh, really? With Together Again, so. Oh my gosh! No Coincidence? Way. Love it. We have those tickets for you all day. By today. the way, on Mixing 065, so just keep on listening for oh, your yeah. chance to win those. Okay, tell me how this makes you feel. Because I'm try- not trying to be insensitive, but when you look back in history, that's what we do in this segment, is we go back to like a pop culture moment. And it was it was this week back in 2001 where the Ravens won the Super Bowl against the Giants. Okay, mm. and and I what was I can't even tell by your hmm how we're feeling. Like is it is it fun? Do we feel good looking back on this moment? Or are we like damn uh, no, it, always, man? Always don't take away where credit is due. Let's uh, let's play. Let's actually go back to that moment and kind of relive some of the history of Super Bowl 35. So of course it was the Ravens 
won the game against the Giants, uh, 34 to seven. In case you don't remember, it was down in Tampa. Do you remember who the halftime show was that year? Any idea? No. Instinct and Aerosmith, which like wow. that alone was like amazing. That also, by the way, was the game where Ray Lewis got all kind of love. Defensive Player of the Year first performance during the game. I'm going to play you a little bit of Ray Lewis talking about how the Ravens just like kicked ass during that game. And again, not trying to die, not no no salt in the wounds this week. Just good memories. Hey man, there's there's nothing like this right now. I mean, it's just it's just ecstatic the way we just come out and we played today. It was incredible just to see the way we just came out and played as a team. But this defense has been doing this all year and never, never got the credit. But it's one thing they can never take away from us. We the best ever. Best ever right now. Man, I can't imagine what it must have felt like living in Baltimore then. You know, we just moved here a couple of years ago. But, but I love that he's he's still so a part of the city and the team, like on Sunday. I you know, know what I mean? And, and still getting to to do his dance yep. out of the tunnel. It's yeah. so sick. So how's it make you feel? How are we feeling? Does that bring back good memories? 2001 this week when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. That's Throwback Thursday for today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. Waterfront Partnership is celebrating a first-time record for the Mr. Trash Wheel family. The collection of over one million pounds of litter and debris in 2023. Wow. The Mr. Trash Wheel family, originally installed in 2014, starting with Mr. Trash Wheel himself, has now expanded to four trash wheels in the past 10 years, including Professor Trash Wheel, Captain Trash Wheel, and the and the newest, Gwenda the Good Wheel of the West. Listen. How There's, amazing is that? That's pretty awesome. I mean, first off, it's awesome that they're they're actually doing their job, right? The fact that we've made a whole trash wheel family, I think, is my Baltimore biggest, like, wow, I can't believe this is actually a thing. I love it. No other city, let's be honest, no other city in, in the country would, would see the trash wheel and be able to make that into a family. Not only a family, but a festival and, and art and, and, and A documentary? Like yeah, documentary. But damn it, we did it. Number two. Your pancakes are about to be on a whole other level. Duncan is partnering with Mrs. Butterworth's, and they've created a new breakfast topping, the Duncan Glazed Donut Syrup. So the combo has a sweet vanilla flavor, blending the classic taste of syrup with the taste of delicious Dunkin' glazed donuts, perfect for pancakes, waffles, and more. And Dunkin's new syrup is available now at grocery stores nationwide for five bucks for a 24-ounce bottle. I think it's. I think it makes perfect sense, right? That is so awesome. Like some things don't pair together right, and I feel like as we're progressing, things are getting like weirder and weirder, right? But I think this this collaboration seems like it would make perfect sense. Number one. In the wake of recent Oscar nominations, it felt like everyone had an opinion on what many online called snubs for Barbie, this year's box office champ. And now for the first time, Barbie star Margot Robbie is speaking out. She said, quote, there's no way to feel sad given the movie's success. However, I obviously think Greta Gerwig should be nominated as director because she did it. What she did is a once in a career, once in a lifetime thing. But... 
we set out to do something that would shift culture and make some sort of impact, and that's exactly what has been done. Does anybody honestly give a damn? Well, actually, I can answer that question. The answer is no, because as you're watching award show viewership, what are you asking? Does anybody actually care? Like, like does, does about the Oscars? Yeah, like does that actually change your opinion on? Any movie you've ever seen, have you been like, okay, well, like, I like this movie more now because it, you know, it, it got an Oscar. I feel like the the Oscar, all the award shows don't ha- pack the same punch they packed 20 years ago. I don't know if that really changes anyone's opinion or even like, because she's right. I mean, she, Margaret Ribe is absolutely right. What that movie did by itself mm-hmm. was monumental. And just because a, a, a group of 12 people or whatever, I don't know how people judge the Oscars, but like who, ca- like, who cares? It's not so much of like if Barbie doesn't or if she didn't win an Oscar or Greta didn't get an Oscar that they're not amazing at what they do. I think the the whole point was missing the acknowledgement that they deserved. And I think that is what people were upset about, but including themselves. But don't they already get, the, with her point alone, don't they already get the acknowledgement? We've been talking I mean, all summer. No, I think it we just talked played... about the amazingness that Barbie did in the box office. What it meant for women, what it meant for you know us as a culture, going back to the theaters and being excited about a movie. No, it's again fine. I think I think everyone's fine. But it was basically the plot line of Barbie, the Mojo Dojo Casa House. Like, let's do all of these things and still not even get acknowledged. And not just her, I think. And, and but that's the thing. This is not new news. Barbie is not the first film. This is not the first female director or the first female actress that has gotten snubbed in that way. So I think it's just a matter of like, okay, we see you. So you think if Margot Robbie got a nomination, that would have made the world right? Not made the world right. I think people are just speaking out on what we have seen and not just with Margot, not just with Barbie in general, but with films and just people not getting acknowledged when they deserve to be acknowledged in so many different so many different areas. We kind of talked about this last week a little bit. We don't have to go into it again, but I just, I worry that we're going to take away all the movement that we've made because of like one little thing, right? No. Like Barbie was massive by itself. Let's not take away from that just because it didn't get a nomination, It's right? not. I don't think anything's getting taken away and I don't think speaking your mind takes anything away. I think people just felt surprised and shocked and we saw that online. All right. This is Jess, and that's your top three. I need to know if this is an irrational fear. Misspelling something on your wedding invitation. <laughs> wedding invitation. I don't know if you heard me there. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> powerful there on the music. I am three months away from my wedding day. Yo. My fiance, Garage Boy, and I are getting married on Star Wars Day, May 4th. So wait, that's uh, the 4th is the uh, Sunday? Saturday. Saturday? No, I mean, uh, February, this Sunday. So this Sunday, you're literally three months away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Um, We are, it's, yeah. It's it's It's, real. It's, we are, we are in the thick of it. And part of that means ordering the wedding invitations. And I have been putting that together and trying to find out which one we wanted and formatting it and designing it and all the things. But the thing that has caused me the most anxiety is somehow misspelling something on my wedding invitation. And I tell you right now, you don't question how to spell your own name 
until you're about to send something to over 100 and something people? How or many- like, am I spelling Sacramento correctly? Or even, or even making sure I'm putting in my parents' correct address for where they're going to get delivered to to send out. And I also, on top of that, had to enter in every person's name and address that's going to be printed on the envelope. So yeah. I'm also freaking out on making sure that they also get to the correct persons <laughs> as well. And it has been extremely overwhelming. Jess was kind of having a meltdown about this earlier. And I told her, listen, I don't think, because I think in Jess's mind, your, your, your fear is you're going to spend all this money on invitations. They're going to get here. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be like, Jess with three S's mm-hmm. or Garage Boy. Or just misspelling B-O-I. something and, and looking at, and you look at this thing a thousand times. That's what I'm saying. How, you know? many, how many times did you look at it? I couldn't tell you. Like over and over and over and over again, too. Or even well, just misspelling names or writing the wrong zip code, like yeah. switching different numbers around. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot. To make Jess feel better, we want to try this this morning. I bet you there's nobody listening in the state of Maryland that's had a misspelling on their wedding invitation. I feel like, and you could call us too, if this is you. I don't think we'll get a call, but 410-583-1065. What I want to do this morning is try to put Jess's anxiety at rest because I think the odds of you actually having a misspelling on your invitation would be pretty low because, because of what you just said. This kind of is like your first entry point into your wedding. This is like the first big thing you really... Now, as things go, there's going to be a million more decisions, things you got to like take care of as you go. Things are going to start getting messy. Wedding invitation, it was probably just like you, where you sat there and looked at it, looked at it twice, looked at it three times, no, four times, no, five dude, times, no. and like I'm telling everything you, was fine. When you're like, when you've been on your computer for hours, like doing all of the other planning and your eyeballs are burning and you finally get to the end of it, I feel like I couldn't even read straight anymore. This is Jennifer in Pennsylvania. Jennifer, wait, you had a misspelling on your wedding invite? Yes. Um, I got married in Jarrettsville, Maryland, and uh, I definitely spelled Jarrettsville incorrectly on my wedding invitation. No. What did you What did you leave out? <laughs> I left out the extra T in Jarrettsville. <laughs> uh, okay, but, like, how do you, I mean, and I, I'm assuming that you looked at it so many times. I did. I did. I stared at it, and I kept saying, it doesn't look right, and then I continued and went on with my life, and, you know, everybody made it a point to let me know that they were, that I was incorrect. Of course they did. Of course so they wait, did. So wait, did it go to printing and everything? Oh, absolutely. So, it went out to my family, friends, everybody. Okay, how big's the meltdown 1 to 10? Because I'm just not sure in, in things that can go wrong, how big of a deal was that to you? Yeah. It really wasn't. I okay. mean, okay. It, yeah. I, I guess I just laughed it off and, you know. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, Good. I feel like if um, all the things that could go wrong, it's like really not that big of a deal. No, they're going to be way worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And, and I still have all that and that, you know, I have the invitation in a cute little picture frame and I still look at it all yeah. the time. And still, still spelled wrong to this day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sure is. It's a good story though now, right? Yeah. And we can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's good then. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's Talk Me Out of It, please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay, we've got uh, Anonymous on the voice disguiser. Uh, Anonymous, give us your this, this crazy idea that you have, and we'll tell you to either go for it or we'll talk you out of it. So, do you think it'll be weird if my ex-boyfriend moves in with my husband and I? Mm, 
It depends what the it's, vibe is. It's giving weird, though. Y'all. It's giving weird just on the surface. Why? Unless, unless it's not. It depends. Yo, some people are into this, you know? Well, wait. Well, I guess we need to know the full story. Why, why would your ex move in with you? So... He said that he was supposed to move in with his girlfriend, but I think they're having issues and he needs a place to stay because that was the arrangement that he had. And I kind of feel bad because when we were dating, I cheated a little bit and that's how I ended up with my husband. Okay. So, so your your husband me. is your husband was the cheat uh, the cheat the, the you had an affair with your now husband yeah. okay okay yes. uh. so I feel guilty and I just feel like you know he wouldn't have been in this situation to end up without somewhere to stay if we were still together you know so I want to be helpful just a little bit wait how would your now husband feel about this have you talked to him about this yet so I haven't talked to him yet. Like, I think it'll be fine. I feel like it's been a couple years. No, I, I'm going to tell you, I, w- I don't think I would be cool with this situation. Um, but but you, you, what what's the vibe like between those two, I guess, is really what's important here. Like, I can't so, imagine that being a very good relationship. So they actually used to be friends. Oh. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, is that how you met yeah, your now I husband? Met, yes, I met my husband through him. They were friends. But okay. again, it's been some years and they used to care for each other, so they can bring it back. So you you think oh my god. Girl, um, I don't know. You I think don't that, know. That it's been long enough. Well, okay, so well I I guess first up, where where are you with this right now? You have not talked to your husband? I told my ex that I would talk to my husband about it this weekend. So, Anonymous is saying, my ex has reached out to me and said, hey, I I need a place to live. And how long does he want to stay with you guys? Just like two months, just to get back on his feet. Okay, so, ex says, hey, can I move in with you guys for a couple months? Uh, which wouldn't maybe necessarily be an issue for a lot of us, but the fact that, like, your now husband is the guy that you cheated on him with. But in, in, in your point, it's been six years. So you're before you go to your husband, we've got to either tell you to go for this and like maybe go run this past your husband and see how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Or is this just a recipe for disaster? Jess? I'm going to vote no <laughs> because it just feels like the messiest situation. I think it's going to put you and your husband in a really bad spot. Also, if I was your husband, I would be thinking like, is he trying to do this on purpose? Like, is he trying to implement himself into my relationship and like steal you back? You know what I'm saying? I honestly don't think that's the case. And I don't feel any type of way towards my ex anymore. So I feel like it should be okay. I, I listen. I, I I appreciate that you have a level of like guilt about this. I think that makes you like a really good person. But I, I there's no damn reason to have this man move in your house. There's no there's no damn reason. Um, he says he's got nowhere else to go. Yeah, you know, I'm just telling you this right now. If I'm the other guy, I, like if I'm your husband, there ain't no chance in hell this guy's moving in. I cannot see this going well. You called asking for some advice, so let's uh, let's give this a shot. Kim, do we tell her to go for this or do we talk her out of it? Um, I think you 
guys should talk her out of it because the whole situation is just messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because she's with the husband now, but she met the husband through the ex-boyfriend, and they all used to be friends. And I feel like it's just going to be like a lot of friction and tension. No, just don't let her mess up her happy home. I know she wants to try to help the ex if she feels guilty exactly. for cheating on them, but no. Just yeah. talk her out of it because... That's just a whole map. It just—it just doesn't. I mean, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Y'all know. I always try to see the other side of this, and I'm like, I see where like you're trying to be an empathetic person, but like, does anybody listen? Is there anybody listening that would even be okay well, with a, your partner's ex coming to live? I think sometimes situations happen to where you meet some the way the way that they have met each other. This isn't the first time someone has gone together that way, but I feel like typically protocol means you just kind of give them space and like let them be, not yeah. invite them to live with you. Yeah, Kimberly, thank you. exactly. Yeah, good. exactly. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate you. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. Let's talk to. I think we need like a guy's perspective on this. Uh, Joseph in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. She wants to to ask her her husband if it's okay for her ex to move in with them for uh, maybe two months. Do we tell her to go for that, or do we talk her out of it? No, talk her out of it. She's out of her mind. Um, uh, Coming from a a man's perspective, my first thought would be, why are you talking? Why are you talking to your ex in that manner? Yo, why are y'all that comfortable? You know, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it, you 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 cheated on me. You got married to a guy. Whether you feel uh, that it's you owe him something or not, like it's been six years. Whatever, it's dead in the water. And then you got it from the husband's perspective. It's you know, how do you think I'm gonna feel? You moving another man into my house? Yeah. What's gonna go on behind my back? That's always gonna be in the back of my mind, especially it, if. He knows the whole dynamic of the household is gonna just go downhill. You know, so I I just feel like it's it's disrespectful. It's it's messy, and the if I were the husband, I'd have to rethink my whole perspective of me and my wife. Like, are there are there other people that you're talking to that you're feeling sorry for? Like, where where do we draw the line? Who else you gonna move in my house? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who else? Listen, I don't ever want somebody living in my house. It's no. been, been shacking up with my wife. Like, that's, I, that's, it would make me uncomfortable <laughs> that they were speaking like that if I didn't know to. Especially, I think just because of the way it all went down, yeah. I would feel uncomfortable. 410-583-1065. Brian in Baltimore, you have lived with your partner and you've also lived with your ex at the same time. Yeah, yeah, for a short period of time, yeah. Wow. Explain to us why and how we got there. Uh, I owned a home with my ex, and, you know, it was, the house was, I had enough bedrooms to where, you know, we had separate bedrooms, so Mm -hmm. it it worked out in that aspect, but you also got to remember, there is only one common area, there's only, you know, one kitchen, so it does make it a very, very hard thing to deal with. But how did you guys all end up in the same house to begin with? Just. You know, me, me and my current girlfriend ended up buying a place together. So, you know, it was just working towards that. How long did you guys live under the same roof? Um, I don't know. I'd say maybe a, maybe a month. Okay. How was that month? Uh, It was stressful. Didn't really want to <laughs> necessarily be back at the house unless my significant other was there. So there was no ever thought or, you know... 
yeah, possibility like, of you couldn't be you know, at home something. unless your current partner was with you, basically. Yeah, basically, because it was more Yo. comfort for you know. I wanted I mean, to make her comfortable and I mean, didn't poor, want her poor to. Ryan is is driving in circles, <laughs> circles until he's taking the beltway. Yeah. Until she gets home. I, I don't. I don't think what Anonymous is trying to do is a very good idea. You, so you you would want to talk her out of this idea. Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Especially if she cheated on that man with I'm, the man she's with now. I'm yeah. saying. Okay, thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Maria, wait. In Aberdeen, wait. So you, you've lived with your partner and your ex at the same time? I sure did. How wow. did that go over? And first off, why? And like, how? <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> well... What I'm going to say is it's an adult conversation, and it is what you have to do sometimes in life. Yeah. And you you have to be very adult about it, and it is a conversation with our husband. But what happened? What happened to make that your reality? Um, I have two children with another man. He was in a bad place. I was, I'm married to another man, which wasn't good. I cheated on my baby daddy with my husband so, and he needed help and that's my kid's father it's, and it, oh, it's, wow. you know it's what? the same they're, situation they're yeah but so, we had an adult conversation he lived there for two months he got back on his feet to take care of our life and our children and so it works are you glad you but did it then? because i mean we're sitting over here poo-pooing on this whole idea Absolutely. so is it do you feel like it's the right thing for her to do then my, I have children with one of right. them, so my kids think it's the coolest thing that we all get together. Wow. And co-parenting, like a healthy co-parenting How situation. How about that? Okay, so I mean, yeah. So, but without kids, though, because I don't, she didn't mention kids, so like, do, could be that... a little different. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so kids, yes. No I'll kids, no. I would say that. Yes. Okay. I would probably say no with no kids. Okay, there okay. she goes. I'm really glad you called today. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks. Okay, Stacy from Oldie. Wait, really quick. So it was you, it was your partner, it was your ex, and you guys all lived under the same roof. It was me, my partner, and my partner's ex. Your partner's ex. Okay, roof. so this is oh, the other perspective. Girl, this is what I want to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what happened? First off, why? And then how did that go? Um, I was living in an apartment with my husband in the D.C. area. Uh-huh. And... She was coming from New Jersey and didn't have any friends locally, but she wanted to get a job in D.C. Oh, so he said, oh, hey, we've got a place. We're good friends. There's no bad blood here. So what if she just stays with us until she finds an apartment? And you were fine with that? I trusted him, but that didn't stop it from being extremely awkward. Wait, did he ask you before he offered that to her or he just did it? I think the two of them had a discussion, and then he said, I'm thinking of offering this to this her. Is very, this is the same situation. You Wait, really quick. Let's, do, do you think anything happened while she was there or no? No, I okay. don't. Okay, she was good. in a different room. I do trust him. Okay, but good. on the other hand, it was the most awkward two weeks of my life. So so you hear this, right? You, you, you hear anonymous. You hear her situation. It sounds extremely similar to yours. Do we I actually, I mean, hers is a little awkward because there's cheating and everything involved, but like, so do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of this? You talk her out of it. There are red flags all over the place here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's what we needed to hear this morning. Thank you so much for calling us. 
Thank you. I mean, anonymous. It it sounds. I mean, I I don't. Can we find? Is anybody got a call with somebody saying to go for this? Not yet. Not I, that I've gotten so far. Literally, everyone. No, no one's got a call from anybody saying that you should go for this. I mean, everyone's saying that we should like, you know, talk you out of this. I hear what everyone's saying, but I feel like the problem in the world is like the lack of forgiveness. I hope that like my husband can find it in his heart to forgive his friend or we become friends, we connect. Well, would you, would really that, quick, would, would you, would, like, like, be in his shoes for one second. Like, would you be able to say, I know that we had this really messy relationship, but would you be able to, to be in his shoes and say okay to that? I feel comfortable. Honestly? Yes. Okay. He's already my husband, so he's already made the cut. So what harm could it do to help someone else get back on their feet? Typically how we do this segment is we invite people to come back on after they're, you know, uh, after they've done their thing. Obviously, your thing would be this uh, this conversation with your husband. Would you be okay giving us a call back on, on Monday and just kind of letting us know how that conversation even went with him? I, I can't promise it would go well, but obviously we'd be way invested. Honestly, I'd like to thank you for your time, but I think I'm going to just talk to my husband about it. Right, but, but can we can we talk to you on Monday about how it went and like find out what he said? No, no, I don't. I don't think that's necessary. I think it should be personal. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, well, thank thank you for being a part of the show today. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. 